In the name of one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good evening. I'm wondering if you have heard this old cliche, time flies when you're having fun. Have you heard of this one before? Well, my question to you after hearing that is, are you having much fun? Last three months, let's consider where we have been and the uncertainty of what lies ahead of us as we consider that, that old adage, that cliche. When I think about, especially we, when we were in quarantine, June 7th, we got to come back together and under precaution, obviously, and that brought some joy. But in that like high time of quarantine, when we were pre-filming on Saturday's church and, and we were mostly either with our families, and my heart actually went out to those that actually live alone and didn't get to see anyone for, for all of that time but of course my family would come up with very creative little things to do where we might have a little bit of fun but if I'm honest with you I've, we uh, we probably gone on each other's nerves and it wasn't very fun as we were coping with our reality in this day and age and when we are when we're thinking about fun versus not fun when we are in those times like we are now when we keep watching the news, we're watching in Florida and other states coronavirus doing one of these. We remain in times of protest. As I was driving home from a funeral we had yesterday, just over in St. John's County, right there on Sparrow Branch, there was one side that was BLM flags and another side that was support your cop flags. And you're just, you drive through it and you're just, it's right there. And it's something we're all having to deal with. And then, of course, on your phones or in the news, there was something saying there's some kind of big dust cloud coming from Africa that might be affecting us sometime this weekend. I mean, does you, you watch the news and does your heart or your soul ever say, God, just stop. How long are we going to be in this, this mess right now in which we find ourselves? And I opened up with that, that talking about fun because when we're in this not knowing what's ahead and how long it's going to be this way, it seems like time just goes very, very slowly. And if you're not careful, you'll, you'll do something one day and you'll turn around and it's been two weeks, but it won't feel like it at all. Are you, are you living this life right now where you're just, what is going on and when will it end? Well, if you heard in, as we heard Psalm 13, as we read it responsibly together, that is the cry that David writes in the psalm, and it's repeated a couple different times. How long, O Lord? Repeated. How long, O Lord? In this particular psalm, it brings me, and I hope tonight, it brings you great comfort in the midst of this time in which we find ourselves. And I find it ironic that we can guess, or there are some theologians that have guessed what David is actually going through, the circumstance. He talks about some enemies trying to take his life, but we don't know the specifics. And that speaks so much right now to our day and age because we are all going through circumstances right now. 
either personally, uh, things that we haven't even talked about, or all the things I've already mentioned that we are sharing in society right now. How long, O oh Lord, is the cry of all of our hearts? And as David is not, we don't know his specific circumstance, so we can't just hear what David's going through and say, well, that's not me. I can't identify right now. We can all identify with this psalm and the heart of David and what happens. In six little verses of this psalm, we see first David, he is, he, he's sharing his, where he is and in complaining about it. And then the second, it leads him to a cry and a prayer of crying out to God as the heaviness just comes down on his shoulders. And finally, we see his consolation in relationship, restored relationship with God and what that means with David. So let us consider those three things, the complaint of David, the cry of David's heart in prayer to God, and then the consolation that he finds in relationship with God. So we look in that first as we hear again that question, how long, O Lord, how long? Now, as we were all in quarantine, and we may not be seeing many people now, and we are threatened with maybe we might be heading back into that. We just have to watch the news and see what happens. But we know, and it's going to be very interesting, the studies that come out down the line and look at this time in history and just back up how important relationships are for us. We were made, we were created to have relationships with one another and relationships with our God. And we know all well what being quarantined means and what it can do to our psyches and to our spirits. But that's not exactly what David is hinting at tonight as he is complaining about his plight and the circumstance in which he finds himself. He, he, in, in, in his complaining, he is talking about being isolated from God. He backs up that question, how long, O oh Lord, will I have this confusion in my head? And how long will I have this grief and this pain in my heart? Followed by, how long will you hide your face from me? David feels forsaken and he feels misplaced. And that, that God is nowhere to hear his cries and to hear, to meet him right where he is. This is what leads into the cry and prayer of David. And as the heaviness sets in, we hear David actually say, And my enemies, I have a broken heart from the circumstance that I'm going through now, may actually lead me to my grave. And my enemies that may put me there will scoff at my name and drag it through the mud after I am gone. The broken heart and the heaviness of the circumstances in which David finds himself and he actually is feeling like his life could be coming to an end at the, at the end of verse 4. But then we have that pivot. And verse 5 starts with but. And that heaviness, that depression, that anxiety, and that fear that seems to be building up within David, it seems to take a turn as it says, but I know your mercy for me. 
and I know your saving works in my life that bring me a joyful heart. And as it closes out in verse 6, therefore I will sing a new song of praise and I will rejoice. And I find this to be so hopeful in this time in which we find ourselves. It doesn't say that right there as David is that cry of prayer and then the consolation of a changed perspective and a changed heart. It doesn't say that whatever circumstance that David was going through was fixed instantaneously. We don't know how long he had to go through that as he was feeling kind of the pity party and that sadness and everything he was going through. He's got a changed heart and changed perspective, but he still had to walk into that uncertain future of however long it took for things to get back to some kind of new normal. The consolation for David that he discovered was the sovereignty of God in relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In sovereign, of course, we pray and the things that God thinks we need, he will grant us those things. But sometimes things will be taken away. And sometimes that doesn't feel very good. And other times we will pray thinking that we really need something and then God will say, no, you can't see down the line what I can see that that would lead you to a point of destruction. Trust me, I am sovereign in your life. Are you in a similar place to where days ago, or as you entered here tonight, you had that same kind of maybe a complaint or condition in which we all share right now. And you find yourselves much like David crying out on your knees, praying to God, please come into my life. I need you more now than I ever have before. And then do you have the consolation of knowing in relationship with God, through his cross, and through his resurrection, that he has saved us from the penalty of sin and continues to save us from the power and the brokenness of sin coming at us, and that one day we will be completely removed from the presence of sin and brokenness in this world, never to taste it again. That is the promise and the consolation we have with God. And that would be my prayer for you tonight. My prayer for myself as it has been day after day as we continue to watch news and live into this together. That if we find ourselves looking for the consolation that we remember and pray and just really meditate on Psalm 13, the complaint, the condition, the cry, cry and crying out in prayer to God and then finding that consolation of relationship with Him and what it means to all of us. All praise, honor, and glory be to the one who made it so that our joy in Him because of His resurrection cannot ever be stolen from us no matter what this world throws at us. Amen.